Welcome to Money Making Conversations. It's the show that shares the secrets of success experienced firsthand by marketing and branding expert Rashawn McDonald. I will know. He's given me advice on many occasions, and in case you didn't notice, I'm not broke. You know he'll be interviewing celebrity CEOs, entrepreneurs, and industry decision makers. It's what he likes to do. It's what he likes to share. Now it's time to hear from my man, Rashawn McDonald. Money Making Conversations. Here we go. Welcome to a very, very special money-making conversation. I'm your host, Rashawn McDonald. I recognize that we all have different definitions of success. For some, it's a sizable paycheck. Mine is helping people wake up and inspiring them to accomplish their goals and live their very best life. These are my passions, and that's what I'm going to do for you. That's why I created Money-Making Conversations. I want you to stop tripping over small challenges and prepare to rise above bigger obstacles that life will present to you. Like I said, this is a very special area in a money-making conversation. It's a tele- a thon a streamathon that we're doing and my next guest is playing a and very very important role of that she's an actress award-winning singer songwriter philanthropist producer her name is Don Lewis. We'll be talking about her career. She's an NAACP Image Award winner, Trumpet Award, Grammy Award winning singer, multiple BMI and ASCAP Award winning songwriter, film, television, stage actor, and a series TV creator and producer. Last time she was on the show, she was starring in a Broadway musical called Tina about the legendary Tina Turner. Herself, she played Tina Thomas, Tina Turner's mom, Zelma, in that Broadway musical. I recently saw in an episode of The Boys. I saw you in The Boys. I can't believe that's it. We are part of a fundraiser, like I stated, for Voorhees College. Voorhees is a private, historically black college in Denmark, South Carolina. My boy, uh, 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 Bakari Sellers, his family is now from the Denmark, South Carolina area, is affiliated with the Episcopal Church and is accredited by the Southern Association of Colleges and Schools. Please welcome to Money Making Conversations. And I'm, I'm going to jump, I'm going to get on her because I was supposed to make a donation to her fundraiser, to her charity, and she never contacted me. Please welcome Money Making Conversations, Don Lewis. Hey. Hey, good morning, Rashawn. How are you? Uh, I'm good. But actually, just in my own defense, uh-huh. we did reach out and we were told something was coming and we filled out the W-2. So you something did? must have gotten okay, cool. in Okay, cool. That would be fixed today because because uh, I was like, you know, I said, well, you know something? Because I, I, I try to be on top of my game. You know, when I sit up yeah. here, I'm not but one of them guys. That, things happen. And the fact that you remember and you brought it up, it's, that blesses my heart more than you know. So we will make this work. Work. We will make it. Something must have gotten crossed in. Yeah, in we'll, we'll get that straight. Uh, this week is the end of the year. So, you know, the end of the year, then when I'm always looking for nice tax write offs. Okay. So you, we hit time again because you was this time of year when we talked last year like, about the, right. when you were starting on the bra in the Broadway t- show, Tina, and uh, you were playing uh, Tina Turner's mom. And we see what has happened in New York City right now. Broadway has been completely shut down. Movie theaters have been completely shut down. Mm-hmm. How has the pandemic, before we get into the Voorhees uh, streamathon impacted your life and also why we are doing a charity fundraiser because it has impacted HBCU schools and Voorhees is an HBCU school. Yes, of course, of course. It is so wonderful. Let me first of all say to be able to speak with you again and this time face to face because the last <laughs> time was just the phone conversation absolutely, absolutely. for your radio show. Uh, and it's my honor, my privilege to be here in support of Voorhees. It's in a fabulous campus. I got to visit there. But as you said, we're going to get to that. But flip back, it's hard to believe it's been a year already mm-hmm. since we were talking mm-hmm. about Tina. Tina Turner, our musical, opened actually a year ago this mm-hmm. past Saturday, this past Friday. Mm-hmm. It's hard to believe it's been a year. 
we've been shut down for longer than we were open. We were, I had just finished doing Quest Love Show, the Quest Love, Love Supreme Show. So we were in the studio, turned my phone back on when I left the studio. It was on a Thursday, March 12th. I will never forget it. I scheduled the interview just in time to leave there, grab a bite to eat, head to the theater, which was like a, less than a mile away, mm-hmm. and do my show and keep it moving. Right. My phone lights up with all these bells and whistles. There is wow. no show tonight. Don't come to the theater. We'll be closed for a month. Wow. The theater will be open till five o'clock if you need something out of your dressing room. That's how it ended. And there it began. So I quickly took a quick flight back to L.A. I thought I was going to check on my house. You know, I hadn't been here in more mm-hmm. than eight months because mm-hmm. of rehearsals and the show mm-hmm. and then fly right back to keep working mm-hmm. only to find out that those three weeks turned into 30 days, which turned into 60 days, Mm -hmm. 90 days, Mm -hmm. five months is what they were projecting. Then they were projecting, okay, Broadway's not going to reopen until sometime in March at the earliest. Now they're projecting that the earliest it will reopen is June, possibly even September. So we're talking about making money. We're talking about how realities and life just happens and impacts your life. And remember, we were talking about that when mm-hmm. we did our radio spot mm-hmm. about how do you spend your money? How do you mm-hmm. invest? How do you mm-hmm. save? How do mm-hmm. you how do you maximize what you have mm-hmm. and piecemeal it and budget it mm-hmm. so that you are prepared because mm-hmm. life will happen? Right. So for all of us who their primary income is live performance, theater, or you play in an orchestra or a right. symphony or concerts or recording artists who are make their money doing concert venues and things like that. Right. For most of those people, they will be without a job for one and a half years. Wow. At the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So unless you have opportunities or other revenue streams, this is a very challenging time right now, an incredibly challenging time for so, so many people. And we must lift them up in prayer. We lift ourselves up in in hope and anticipation, you know, with this news of a new vaccine and the possibilities of things, you know, getting on a better track near the beginning or spring of next year. Mm -hmm. Praise God Mm -hmm. for that. Mm -hmm. Uh, In regard to how it impacted me, yeah, right there, right, right along with Everyone, you know, for a number of months because everything shut down because, as right. you know, the entertainment industry uh, is based on people coming together. Right. Whether you're in the theater mm-hmm. and in our show, there were a cast of 33 people. Wow. And just the cast itself, the performers on on stage. And only four of us had our own dressing rooms. OK, so everyone else is three to five people in a dressing room. So there's no way to socially distance. Mm-hmm. There's no way to socially distance on stage. We can't sing with our masks on. We right. can't. You know, what I mean, the audience might be able to sit with a mask on or skip a seat or two or wear gloves and et cetera, which is helpful for them. But it doesn't really do much for those of us on stage. Right. The band was 14 people in one room. Mm. Those are old theaters. Most theaters can't accommodate everybody right. having their own. Know, Broadway their own doesn't change. Broadway, those buildings exactly. are very old. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And you go on a film set, you're up in people's faces, on camera, people are touching you in between shots, all of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, slowly but surely, the film and television industry is finding a way to make its way back. We have very, very extensive COVID protocols on sets. We get tested anywhere from every 24 to every 72 hours. Right. 
on our sets mm -hmm. um, with all kind of PPE and people who don't have to be near you mm -hmm. are not near you. Meaning if you are the one on camera mm -hmm. that has to take your mask off from time to time, right. all those kinds of mm -hmm. things to ensure everybody is safe. Mm -hmm. um, you know, different people have been able to create bubbles, just like the NBA, just like right. some of the sports leagues where once you're in and we're working on this project, you're not going anywhere else. You're not going to a party. You're not going to a restaurant. You're not going anywhere. <laughs> we're keeping you right here. Right. Where we can keep an eye on you. Mm -hmm. We'll bring you your food. You stay healthy. You will go home and see your family when this is over. Absolutely. Absolutely. Amen. I'm all for it. I am all for it. Um, and gratefully, I also do voiceovers, animation. So sometimes when this all first happened, I was able to every now and then do some recording from right here mm -hmm. at home. Mm -hmm. You know, those were kind of few and far between. And then slowly in the summer, you know, a couple of more opportunities came up where they started sanitizing recording studios. Right. So now it's just me in the booth, the engineer at the board, and the producers and directors direct me via Zoom from wherever they are. So again, no two people in the studio at the same time. Everything is sanitized before and after every performer. So again, fortunately, that and my songwriting uh, has enabled me to, you know, slowly but surely be able maintain to maintain income. So let me ask you yeah. this, Don. I'm talking to Don Lewis, of course. Um, you know, we're talking, we're doing a uh, streamathon with uh, Voorhees College, HBCU mm -hmm. College in Denmark, South Carolina. That's why we're broadcasting today because we're trying to raise funds. You know, as all things, like she said, COVID has, has shutting down the Broadway for roughly 18 months. There, yes, and we we can get excited about the fact that Pfizer has come up with a a 90 percent accuracy of a a vaccine, but that's not going to be distributed right away. You know, they yeah. say they won't even give them the. They still have the, more testing to do. Yeah, to the end of December, maybe. Yeah. And so then they were saying that vaccinations for the general population will probably hit in the second quarter. But again, the city of New York has shut down Broadway, has shut down movie theaters. The state of California has shut down movie theaters. Uh, right now, they're in major litigation with Disney about trying to open up the Disney Park because of the fact that they're trying to generate revenue. Major corporations are laying off people. And so that's why we're trying to ask people you know, to see past some of these hard times and help a college like Voorhees. Now, how did your relationship uh, develop with them over the years? Uh, you know, you're, you're so charismatic. Uh, and, you, and as they say, uh, uh, Black Don't Crack, uh, you're doing a great <laughs> job of, 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 of carrying that slogan to the end there. Thank you. <laughs> You're very kind. You're very kind. Uh, one of the administrators at Voorhees, Dr. Herman Mason, I call him Skip. Right. So Skip, give me if I put you on blast. Which, which nickname? <laughs> but uh, I've known Skip for decades. And uh, when he got brought on to Voorhees, uh, Skip was aware mm -hmm. that I do master classes and workshops mm -hmm. for colleges and corporations all across the country and abroad. I've been doing that for decades. Uh, which when we last talked, we were talking about my foundation, mm -hmm. the New Day Foundation, right? Mm -hmm. So Skip asked me if I would please come and do one of my workshops at Voorhees. And I said, man, of course I will. I'd be happy to. And I'm so glad that I did. It's a beautiful campus. It feels like a little intimate home. It really does. And all of those students are so accomplished and they're so personable right. and they're so enthusiastic about their possibilities and their possibilities through education. 
So I got to do a large assembly mm-hmm. and it blessed my heart. As soon as I walked out on stage, everybody stood up and they started singing the A Different World theme song. <laughs> so we were sitting there jamming. It was it was great. It was absolutely great, um, which is such an honor to me that those words, um, you know, talking about taking what you've learned and what's been deposited in you to give mm-hmm. you the foundation and the courage to step out. And like you said, be your best self, encourage people to be their best self based on the lessons that they learned before they were in a position to step out right. for themselves, right. which is what every student at every HBCU, at every institute for higher learning is doing. Mm-hmm. So whatever it was you did know or didn't know before you got there, you got a big responsibility right now. So coming to Voorhees, it was it was fantastic. And, and got the, a tour the, the, the even bigger responsibility is, is donating and donating and contributing right. to, you know, because you hear these big announcements by the major corporations like Netflix. They made a donation. Uh, uh, you know, uh, Bloomberg made a donation. And so and so. But that, that that's a trickle down donation because of the fact that you have one hundred and four HBCUs. And right. with that said, that means that you need to we have students who need scholarships. We need to books. We need to be able to pay instructors. And we have athletic programs that are not operating. It's not just at HBCU schools, but across the country uh, being okay. shut down because of the fact that they are not in a position to participate. And so with that being said, a, a school like Voorhees, which is in Denmark, South Carolina, and mm-hmm. uh it's uh, like I said, Mubarak, Bakari Sellers, you know, CNN, one of the youngest uh, uh, congressmen or uh, elected officials in the state of South Carolina uh, was on the show. We talked about it. And and the fact that the show, my show, my show broadcast Money Making Conversation has been one of the first schools that picked me up for consideration was uh, was Voorhees, which is an HBCU school. And so when I when I talk to someone like you, Don, you're so wordly and you're so articulate the fact that you was able to, you know, you, you mentioned it, singer, actress. How did the voiceover come about in your career? Uh, with animation, as, with as animation. Yeah, you know, I, I was one of those kids who was always, I loved imitating people. I uh-huh. loved singing along with programs I saw on television uh-huh. or just just having a good time. And I was one of those kids where my grandmother used to say, you need to stop doing that because one day your voice is going to get stuck. And I was like, <laughs> if my grandmama could see me now to say, see, Granny, I'm getting paid. I'm getting paid to come up with all these crazy voices and act the fool and be people that visually you would never hire me to be. You would right. never hire me to be a seven-year-old boy. Absolutely. You would never hire me to be a 90-year-old grandmother. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? All of that. So, mm-hmm. but... uh uh, animation came about, uh, I don't know if the name Suzanne DePass. Come on now, that's my girl. Suzanne DePass. I did a sister, 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 was, uh, she hired me to be a writer for the, the Maori twins, Tina. and Did uh, she? Absolutely. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that was how she and I met. She saw me sing at an event and said, who's working with you? I want to work with you. She wanted to manage me. That was when she was thinking about doing management. Mm-hmm. And she was hired to do this new kid and play cartoon. Oh, yeah, I remember that. She brought me in and I played the little sister, the little annoying little sister in the kid and play cartoon. And the voiceover community is a very tight knit community. So once you're in and by the grace of God, if you're able to get a good reputation, either for your personality or for your ability to be flexible with your voice, word gets around. So when I got hired to do that, 
people are like, well, wait, who is who is that? I've not heard her voice before. And she's black. Oh, mm-hmm. we need to get her. So word of mouth got me from one job to the next job to the next job. And uh, I worked for almost three years like that before I got an agent and then got an agent. And my <laughs> career has been going. Just out there, freelancer, just just rolling. Now, another one of your uh, acting mates from different world, I think, what, Cree Summers? Cree Summer. Cree yeah. Summer also does voiceover. Mm-hmm. And uh, I honestly knew, you know, that the field existed because you grow up on cartoons, whether right. it's the Flintstones or the Jetsons, <laughs> you know, whatever it was. So you knew somebody. Right. did the voices. But then, then you heard things like Hannah Bob Barbera, where it right. was like one person doing eight or nine. I know. Greedy. Voices. Just greedy. Greedy. Like, oh my gosh. It's like Bugs Bunny is Donald Duck is, <laughs> is what? Is Yosemite Sam? Right. We're all the same person? Oh my gosh. So when I got my opportunity, so right now I'm on about 10 different animated series. Congratulations. Right Thank you. The newest one that just aired is CBS did an uh, animated Star Trek series called Star Trek Lower Absolutely. Deck. Absolutely. Absolutely. So the voice of Captain Freeman on that show. In Futurama, I'm La Barbara. In um, Where in the World is Carmen San Diego, I'm the chief. In Apple and Onion, I'm Miss, Miss Patty. And I mean, the list just goes on. In Spirit, I'm Franny. In Doc McStuffins, I'm Granny McStuffins. And it's... I'm, I consider myself very fortunate, and I'm. Well, actually I'm gonna tell you something. Now. You know, I I I love watching television. By people always say, uh-huh. son, "How do you do what you do?" And you seem seem to be able to watch TV, read books, go to movies, and stay abreast <laughs> of everything that's happening. And so, one of my favorite uh, sci-fi series, a uh, super superhero series, is The Boys. And so, uh, on Amazon. And so, I'm watching Amazon. I'm going, is that done? Is that and the beauty of Amazon, you know, you can put it on pause and they'll show you who who's in that scene. So how did that how did that opportunity come about? Wow. Uh, I am such a fan of the show. <laughs> it's crazy. And it's a crazy in show. All honesty. Oh, I'm such a fan of the show. It is so wacky. It is so irreverent. It is so many things. <laughs> that it's hilarious to me. And thought provoking at the yes. same time mm-hmm. because some of that stuff is like uh, you know what that kind of stuff actually especially this season especially this season is going on this All season right? felt kind of like kind of like a re- little bit about reality you know racism and, and how go. people there you go you. between racism mm-hmm. experimentation with mm-hmm. genetic augmentation mm-hmm. I mean all kinds of things all mm-hmm. kinds of things mm-hmm. um, so I'm actually packing to head to New York. Right. to start rehearsals for Tina. Right. And I get a call. It's like, would you be interested, you know, in coming to play with us in this in this episode of The Boys? I'm like, come on, come on, come on, dog, boys, okay. You boys? get a call and say, will you be interested? That's that's the call. No audition. Yeah. Will you be interested? Yeah. That's awesome. That's all. Awesome. So yeah. when you get when you get those calls like that, which is a blessing, because I know how this entertain how this industry is. Sometimes you, some of the things that drains a, a performer is always auditioning, always auditioning, and always getting rejected. Oh, we still do that too. Yeah. We still it's a whole new game right now since mm-hmm. no one's going in in person mm-hmm. for auditions. You now have to become your own producer, your own cinematographer, your own sound person, <laughs> lighting person. Hopefully, uh-huh. you have enough friends to come and read sides with you. You're All in your right. house, like. Mm-hmm. I need a wall. I need a wall that I can stand in front of to do this audition. I, what in the world? So now you're your own director, your own lighting designer, sound person. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, this is way too much, but that's now becoming the norm. And I got to tell you, while it 
it may be practical, mm -hmm. it's really not good for us actors. It's very stressful. Yes, it is. It yes, really it is. is. It's very stressful. So you get this great and, phone know, so call. Are you huh? busy? Are you, you get this call for the boys? Are you busy? Are you free? Man, I was packing. I was packing to head to New York for a year and a half to start doing Tina. Mm -hmm. And they said, well, we need you up here for like a week or so. I was like, I can come for three days because I'm sitting here. I'll be leaving suitcases. So I flew from L.A. to Toronto. Uh -huh. I worked my, my three days, uh -huh. flew back to L.A., mm -hmm. finished packing, mm -hmm. then flew back to New York all within a week. To start rehearsals for Tina. Now, the, 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 let's let's. I'll, I always admire individuals who are so casual about their talents. Okay, because you know Tina is a musical. Okay, and mm -hmm. you're about to go into a very intense sci-fi series called The Boys that airs on Amazon, and you're playing a character, it's kind of a low-key character, but a character who uh, is reluctant to be a participant in sharing information. So how so you get the script? How do you how do you build that character structure and the credibility? Even though you know you're limited on the amount of time that they wanted you, and you had to deliver like basically one take opportunities. You know, um, there are certain stories that resonate mm -hmm. for different reasons. Mm -hmm. That particular story, coming from a community, being a person of color that mm -hmm. witnesses a crime by a white person onto a black person, right. there are generations where you, as much as it's the right thing to do, people constantly are warning you, don't talk, don't tell, because it's going to be bad for you. They're going to come down on you. Uh, this could blow back on your family. Mm -hmm. And which is the things that a lot of communities still deal with today. Mm -hmm. When you see things happening in your community and you know it's wrong, and part of you really wants to speak up because you know that's the right thing to do mm -hmm. or the wrong is only going to uh, in, increase and ultimately overtake your community. And you want to do the right thing, but for different reasons, you get beat down, you get told not to be a squealer, you get told if you say anything, I'm coming for you. Mm -hmm. But this woman sees the science and sees the better part of like, you know what? I've been holding on to this long enough. Absolutely. I got to tell the truth. Mm -hmm. And it gen it then shifts the entire rest of the season. You know, and I'm not gonna be a spoiler. Oh you no, no, watch no. It. I, think we, I think woman, we've done a good job here, Don, with the boys shaping your character, not telling yeah. anybody how you came into the how that episode was developed. But the the fun part about it for me was to be watching television. Deeply engrossed in the series, and then one of my favorite people pops on the screen, uh, and they deliver uh, in a role that I would not have expected. You, you know, because you're not made up. You're not. I will give that away. She's not looking vivacious. You know, she's looking very ordinary in this character that she's playing for the boys. But she delivers a magnificent uh, sequence because my man Lars Alonzo, which I think that episode really featured him, and he yes. did an amazing yeah. job for that yes, particular he episode. Did. He's a good guy. I've known Laz for a long time. And Jack Quaid, who plays Huey, mm -hmm. actually is in the cast of Star Trek Lower Decks. Okay. So he and I work a lot together. So, okay. uh, yeah. So that was that was very, very cool. It yeah, was it, so it, much fun. That episode, Laz, I was so proud of him because... He carried that whole episode, the whole drive yeah. down. We found out yeah. about his uh, father and yeah, a lot of background that, information. Yeah. And that's what makes a really good series. And that's what makes it when I when I look at you, Don, you know, I you know, 
just out of respect, you're fantastic. You you are an uplift. Uh, just in our conversation that I'm having with you right now, you know, there is a ray of uh, of not only just natural beauty, but a, a ray of uplift. And is that is that something just natural within you? To like, I wouldn't use the word bubbly, but you're just energized to make people feel good. Oh, that's a that's probably one of the kindest things anyone could say to me. And I absolutely appreciate that and receive that. And uh, I got to give all glory to God. I really uh -huh. do. Mm -hmm. I really do. Because we're living in a very scary place. Mm -hmm. uh, and for generations, it's been a very, very scary place. And the irony that it's still, meaning the America, right. is one of the best places to live on the planet. Mm -hmm. To let you know what the realities are most likely in other places. Right. And we are now living through such a shift in what the world's reality is, uh, what our country's reality and potential is with this recent election right. and veil being pulled off and people showing you very clearly who they who are, they are. <laughs> very clearly who they are. So for myself and other people who um, identify themselves as sons and daughters of Christ, of Jesus, of God. Mm -hmm. um, it's our job to reflect. This is how it can be. This is how we as individuals can be. God stands for love, forgiveness, grace, unity, community, um, servants of your fellow man and, and a stewardship of those who are less fortunate than you. So if you're in a position with a mindset that you have to have what it is you want and are mm -hmm. accustomed to in your life mm -hmm. at the expense of someone else, yet you call yourself a child of God, you need to go back and read the book. And Absolutely. I'm asking, you know, whoever you are, you know who you are. If Absolutely. you believe that violence and killing and fighting and burning and, and obstructing justice mm -hmm. is, is the way to make sure that what you believe is ensured, it's then certain. you're not talking about mm -hmm. democracy. Mm -hmm. You're not talking about being Christ-like. Absolutely. You, this is what's coming out of people's mouths. They're doing what they're doing in the name of democracy. Not caring who lives or dies. Right. Not, not caring whose voices are listened to. And the, it's mind-boggling when you see the, the um, contradictory statements where just four years ago, these same people were accusing the Democrats of exactly what they're doing now. Absolutely. Absolutely. Makes it, absolutely it, it really, okay, really so you tragic. know what? I don't even have to say anything. Let's just play the tape yeah, of what you said just two years ago. And they go and they just go, what so what? And now so what? and y'all have a conversation. Let that person and the person <laughs> you're saying you are now mm -hmm. have a conversation. And I'm gonna step over here and do my job. Absolutely. So for me, whatever light, whatever grace, whatever joy you see is because um I don't know any other way to get through. Well, you, you, I'm going to tell you something. I, I, we need more right. of that today. As you know, what you just said was, the, unfortunately, it was the truth. We have contradictory people who say one thing, but actually show their colors to mean another. And But more Whenever importantly. Whenever it suits them. But more importantly. Whenever it suits them. You know, right. it suits them. That's correct. And so, you know, this is like our PBS moment. You know, you'll be watching PBS and you you see a, a, a great uh, 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 singing moment and then they're cut away and they have these two nice looking people. I could call us Don and Rashawn. We're the two nice looking people who come back and tell you, uh, I, I'm sure you enjoyed that. Well, the only way you can continue to enjoy such great entertainment is by donating. And we're asking you during the three month streamathon to donate to Voice.
Voorhees. Is that how that, that was a pretty good uh, pitch there? That wasn't was a that? phenomenal segue. That was a phenomenal segue. You go, Sean. Because that's done. You I'll be watching PBS. You are absolutely right. What we are talking about, what we are talking about, protecting democracy, uh-huh. protecting positivity, protecting mm-hmm. potential, uh-huh. is we have to invest in it. And for a lot of people right now, it's probably one of the worst times right. you can ask them, can you spare a dollar? Can right. you spare five dollars? Mm-hmm. Can you spare 50, 100, whatever you can spare? Think about it this way. If at all possible, if this is your community, if these are your kids, if these are your friends, kids, if this is our future, mm-hmm. please support Voorhees. Please support the HBCU in your community. But if you're watching this today, we're checking you for Voorhees. Whatever you can possibly give. And sometimes it's money. Sometimes it's services. Maybe Mm -hmm. you don't have money, but maybe you work for a company that makes computers. Maybe Mm -hmm. you work for a company that has digital space. Get that company to start donating. Mm -hmm. Get your bosses to start donating. Be a voice of encouragement and of change and of support. Hundreds of thousands of dollars are given away by co- by corporations every year to all kinds of organizations. Talk to your boss, talk to your philanthropic arm of where you work, of who you serve to say, please, please consider this college. It's going to make a huge difference to each and every one of these students. Don, Wow. Thank you for coming back on Money Making Conversation. Thank you for being part of Streamathon for Voorhees. More importantly, like I said, this was annual year because remember I was supposed to be in New York watching you on Tina and that didn't happen. So when this pandemic slows down, in fact, I'll be in L.A. tomorrow. I got some meetings and flying from Atlanta, but I'm only there for one day. But more importantly, uh, you're part of my life and you're part of what I believe in. You're part of the. The, the approach that I have of trying to give people free advice, free uplift, and uh, making them feel good about themselves doing doing down times. Uh, don't change. I really appreciate you, Don. Thank you. Thank you so much. And thank you, Rashawn. Thank you, Voorhees. Thank you to everyone who is watching. The fact that you're here means you're already on the same page and you're already heading in the right direction. Thank you for everything you've already done. This is what we're going to do. This is what we're going to do, Don. Next year, because next year, we're going to talk to him. We should look here. Well, we need to do a live, you and I, because I'm enjoying it, because you, you, you're you something special. You, you're you special. And you know, I, I want to do something just like they do with PBS. We're going to just, we're going to just, because uh, I, I got a lot of friends in the business and you got a lot of friends in the business. And we're going to host I'm telling Voorhees, I'm, I'm, I'm volunteering right now. And my girl Dawn, she on the same page with me. And Come what we're going to do, we're going to do a streamathon, and we're going to invite different friends that we know in the business to call in via stream. And then we'll get this generated, get these donates and fly because I just found out about this recently. I would have been much more engaged, but the most I can give is what we're doing right now. This great interview I'm delivering with you that will air on, that will air during the streamathon. But let's hear, let's, let's have them contact my people. They can contact your people if you feel great about this idea. But let's host something and use our resources in this industry to really make next year's 2021 streamathon, streamathon to be an amazing uh, uh, financial endowment for the school. Your thoughts? Yep, I'm in with you. 
Yes. The Lou yes. Ross telephone. He had the East Coast speed, the West Coast speed, and all of that. It was fantastic. I did that telethon uh, several, several times. The well, USCF well, telethon. Well, we end then, my friend. Thank you for coming on the show, Money Making Conversation. My we'll talk pleasure. soon, okay? And thank you again for your ongoing support of the A New Day Foundation. I Absolutely. Appreciate oh, girl, you know I'm writing a check today. What you're not going to do is me talk to you again without knowing that it was on me that the check was not delivered. You sent all your information and it was on Rashawn McDonald. Well, I'm going to fix all that this week. I appreciate you. All right. Bye-bye. God bless. Bye. Absolutely.